0: and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your fully vaccinated cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian, a world traveler, an economist, and the host and creator of the Villains of History podcast. It is always great to have her on the show even greater today because first time in person in studio in over a year ladies and gentlemen cat alvarado welcome
1: hello thank you so much for having me here with cheesecake and coffee what an exciting day you guys
0: thank you um, it's, i'm yeah. i'm stoked to have you here and you know it's funny i was texting uh, my sister before the show we were we were talking and I mentioned that I had I'd been making uh, the cheesecakes. We had talked about it, I'm like, yeah, I had to bake them last night, you know, because podcast, yes. She's like, you're so nice. I'm like, I, yeah, I guess so. But mostly like ulterior motive. It's the incentive. Like, I know it's really easy to like roll out of bed, and run a brush through your hair. Not just you, Kat. This is like everyone, <laughs> myself included, uh, you know, but to, to do the show via Skype or Zoom from home, so much easier. If you're gonna like get presentable, battle traffic, find parking, a little cheesecake, I think the not l- bad, not a bad I idea.
1: I also have a little announcement to share. Please do. Uh, Villains of History just got picked up by the Hoo Haha Network,
2: which no is kidding. Elizabeth
1: Banks uh, comedy, women in comedy.
0: That is awesome. Network, so I'm Congrats. very
1: excited. Thank Congratulations. you. We're having our kickoff in a couple of weeks, and I don't know what to expect, but. We signed the contract, you guys. It's real.
0: Awesome. Congratulations. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. So much big stuff. This is great. Well, great to have you here. So much to talk about and just puts things in a new frame. We were talking about villains earlier and we may come up with some new uh, inspiration for episodes throughout today's episode. Exciting. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here. As always, we are also joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr.
2: Time and Ship. Welcome back, sir. Uh, thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to have the old cheesecake and coffee. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: You know, uh, it's, I, I started saying uh, before recording, so I'm almost out of macaroons uh, for the crust. So I'm either going to have to find a macaroon recipe and start making them by hand. Or I kind of like the idea of doing uh, seasonal desserts, you know, like I do the uh, pecan pies mm. uh, with a ginger snap crust. That's that like could, a
2: Thanksgiving. Uh, did you try ginger, ginger snap s- with the cheesecake? Uh, I haven't yet. The the crust? That, that might, that might, that might, that uh, uh, could be, yeah. yeah. That might be a deal. That's yeah, right, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, ginger snap with the little cheesecake. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you <know. laughs> mm. Uh yeah, but uh
0: I, I feel bet like, because you know, you're here every week, yeah. so you have been the beneficiary of I many have. weeks of baking. Baking. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: pecan pie with the and everything, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna have
2: to a come up with like a heaven.
0: spring uh yeah, you know, as as my mom used to say, someday you're gonna make a lucky woman very fat. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, me, uh, as long as I'm talking about my mom, who's this guy with the mom? Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. I'm your Vin Scully for the Impending Apocalypse. And we do have so much to talk about after a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new.
1: Here, try this. It's community spread.
0: But you've already taken a bite out of it.
1: What are you, smooth down there? Try it.
0: Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC?
1: That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it.
0: No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing.
1: And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches... Why, there's no telling where it'll show
0: up. Community Spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using Community Spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion or an inability to arouse. Community Spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast topping sensation that's sweeping the nation and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. The UK variant goes great with period dramas and tea with milk in it. The California variant made with avocados from Mexico. And the Brazilian variant that goes down so smooth it's like there's nothing there. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time for another peek. Well, speaking of time, it is the 21st Saturday of the new year. And being the 22nd of May, that also means it is National Maritime Day, National Vanilla Pudding Day, National Buy a Musical Instrument Day, and National Solitaire Day. So buy yourself a musical instrument, pack up some vanilla pudding, get yourself on a boat, and spend some time alone. <laughs> <laughs> It's also, this is something I found interesting, International Being You Day, which really kind of bothers me. And it it goes into something else that we were talking about before the show. We, We were discussing the problem with homeless folks here in Los Angeles. And one of the issues is that a lot of the people who, are homeless in this city don't want to partake of the social services that are being offered by the city, whether it's shelters, programs, too many rules, and you know, being Gen X and uh, growing up in the seventies, we we were pre-trophies for everything, but there there was like a big uh, move. I, I remember one of the like interstitial cartoons that aired locally. And it was a national thing, but it was this segment uh, called the most important person. And the theme of the most important person in the whole wide world is you. And you hardly even know it. Self-esteem is great, but I think self-esteem going way the fuck out of control has led to where we are now as a society with, the the celebrity culture reality shows fucking Donald Trump in the white house which fortunately we got that out of our systems but there's a lot of republicans who haven't and i i find it ironic and not not a christian but mm-hmm. i've studied their books mm-hmm. i've dealt with their people mm-hmm. and the ones who are loudest it seems to me about calling themselves Christian are the ones who seem to have learned the least from the teachings of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We are all human. Mm-hmm. We should aspire to be better. Uh, mm-hmm. As I understand the whole Christianity thing, it's about aspiring to be more mm-hmm. Christ-like. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Ah, you know, fed the poor, healed the lepers, hung out with whores, He was a nice guy, not, you know, in the incel nice guy, although there's a whole other case to be made there. I mean, Hmm. but, but the idea that we are humans, we, we have faults Mm -hmm. and I think somewhere along the line, we went from acknowledging our faults to accepting our faults to celebrating them (laughs) to. Something beyond that. It's like celebrating our faults via threat. You know, if you can't accept me for all my perfection, you're not perfect. Then you go away. Don't cancel me. You're can't, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm rambling. So, this International Being You Day, where you're just supposed to celebrate being
2: you. There's nothing wrong with you acknowledging who you are and and, and being yourself. But as they say, if you say Bible verse, renders to Caesar all that is Caesar. So that means you still have to pay your bills. You still have a certain point in life to be, but you also, we're not telling you to forget about humanity. So there are rules. If you're going to be. If you don't want to be a part of that, then you need to go away to some place and be that, what you want to be. But you are not allowed to, it, like It sounds said. like.
1: <laughs> Timon's basically saying, you don't get to shit in the street.
2: Right. You yeah. don't
1: get to do whatever you want. Still follow the rules. I say on International Being New Day, this is how you celebrate. Take out your driver's license, read your name out loud, and be like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is who I am. Right. And then put it away, and then go live your life. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. all you got
0: Bingo. to do. Yeah, I mean, be proud of who you are,
2: but none of us are perfect, and we all fall short of the glory of God. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's what we do. <laughs> yes, we do.
2: And I, I, I think also, you know, the 80s and everything, when we had a lot of things going on, money and things going on, that was, um, you know, but now a lot of that's gone. Now it's just rich and poor. You know, and I think we the pandemic exposed all of that. Exposed a lot of what's missing in our society and what's going on by people being just flat out selfish. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, selfish, that's- stupid, that's our brand. There you go. America. Mer- cool.
1: Damn straight.
0: Yeah. You know, but in acknowledging our faults, it is what helps us and allows us to get better. Speaking of getting better, since I already mentioned the uh, disastrous former president, we are 123 days into the Biden administration, and as of today, we've got... Timbernay. 588,849 Americans dead from the coronavirus, and 33,105,325 confirmed cases... With about 161.3 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine, with about 127.8 million of them, including three of us, fully vaccinated.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic because I remember how quickly the number of dead was going up before, where it was like, you know, blink and you miss it. It went from 300 to 500,000, like in weeks, in yeah. weeks, which is insane. And for some reason in my head I was like, oh we've got to be past 600,000 now and I'm very pleasantly surprised. No, it right
0: has now. been it has been slowing down. That's um,
1: great.
0: And plenty of cause for optimism. There's still a lot of idiots out there and mm. that's the thing that kind of worries me. You know, and I, I I think it it may be the folks I know on social media, but I I am uh, encouraged by seeing a lot of people Basically posting, yeah, I'm still going to be wearing my mask in public Mm -hmm. because, first of all, this whole thing, you know, the the CDC announced uh, last week, hey, if you're fully vaccinated, there are a lot of situations where you can go maskless when you're outside, yada, yada. And the whole thing depends on the honor system. And if we learned anything from the last administration and uh, especially from January sixth and the Republican response, there is no honor <laughs> no. oh
1: yeah, I was at a party i went to I went to a party this week. ooh, fun, Thursday night it was a friend 's birthday, and i didn't wear my mask. I think only one person there was wearing a mask and i 'm thinking, oh well, we must all be vaccinated, right. Alas, no, there were at least two people who I was talking to who had not yet gotten vaccinated. One of them said it was because she already had coronavirus. Okay, sure. Um, but I was I was a little surprised, and I went, oh, okay. So the honor system doesn't work. Got it. Yeah. Um, we're going to be going places maskless, and there will definitely be people who don't have the vaccine. The good news is, is statistically speaking, um, the rate – of of COVID right now, at least in Los Angeles, is so low that I feel pretty safe all in all, um, and few enough people are getting it that if you do, when it does get bad, you do go to the hospital. They're not going to be rationing oxygen. There is hospital capacity, you know.
2: I um I was at okay. you know yeah you know, I go to my cigar lounge and I found out, and it doesn't matter how educated they are, it doesn't matter how old they are. There are people. Who flat out are not going? They will not get the vaccine. They just won't. I'm not doing a shit, ship. I'm not. I'm not. Actually,
1: it. I, I have some stuff to share. So, as you guys know, I am an economist, statistician. I think is more like it at the moment, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I. We'll, we'll change that. Good job. Um, all good. So I I did a research on vaccine hesitancy. We did a survey of a thousand adults. We had them. Answer, you know, several questions. You know, what's your, what are your vaccine plans? And also, we did like a psychographic battery on their uh, feelings about science, feelings about the government, that sort of a thing, and. um, very interesting. We've got three segments of the population who are vaccine hesitant: One idiots, group, <laughs> idiots, dum dums, and who's its what's its. Um, no.
0: Well, and and the sick people, medical and, medical yeah. reasons, Gen- so, genuine medical.
1: But, but genuinely, like we, you know, I looked at the segmentations, and we've got urban skeptics. These are younger people. A lot of people of color fall into this segment. And they are very skeptical of authority, and that kind of drives their reason for vaccine hesitancy. Because they, you know, they don't trust cops. They don't. They don't trust the healthcare system because of history, and um, they also think COVID was overblown. But um, for some reason, we also noticed they were very affected economically by the pandemic. So I think getting to those people is going to take um, incentives. It's going to take two things: um, talking to them in through means that they understand so this group we can't just send doctors on tv and be like you're gonna be safe because they're not gonna believe it you can't have it be government officials it has to be community driven so through churches through youth group or youth organizations schools
0: a rapper kids
1: probably (laughs) (laughs) and give away vacations like you got and they're aspirational so We also, in the same survey, we were looking at what these people were saving up for, um, and they're like the dominant thing that they're saving up for are things like houses, cars, vacations. So, avocado toast. You got to give these people like (laughs) vacation giveaways, concert giveaways, and that's what's going to get them vaccinated. Then you have struggling caregivers. I was going to call them struggling Karens, but my boss said no. I thought it was hilarious.
0: (laughs) Hey, for the Karens, the struggle is real.
1: Right? But we have to share this with organizations like Kaiser Permanente, and they won't take it seriously if I say Karens. Um, So uh, Struggling Karens, oh my goodness. So it's largely women, largely white women, um, and oh boy, like they were really economically devastated by the pandemic. I mean, I was so surprised to see just how much more than the general population, they're more likely to have been unemployed, more likely to be at home taking care of family. Um, they're they're also less likely to be uh, educated. So, you know, half as likely as the general population or so to have a four-year degree. Uh, and, and their main concern about the vaccine is, is safety. They are worried about um they're worried largely about the the oh my god what side effects oh. they're worried about the side oh, effects yeah. you know strangely enough the conspiracies were not at the top of the list it, it's very uncommon for people to be vaccine hesitant because they think it's going to cause autism or because there's a microchip but we tested those and those were at the bottom it was a lot of waiting to see if it's safe worried about side effects those were tippy top what,
0: what about sterilization i mean no as a concern because this is, we we talked about this on the show a few weeks ago i didn't know that
2: this was oh, I heard like about a that. thing with that the, came yeah. out
1: after we did the survey i was like well shit
3: well and that <laughs> it was, changes uh, so fast. yeah you
2: know, people of color always worried about the sterilization thing and you know they were uh, bothered by by that and you know just they i don't know I stopped trying to try and convince See, people. See, well, I, I mean, mean like we it talked has to about come this, from
1: the right, sorry. It, it has to come from the right um authority. And you just you have to be the person who they believe. That's the funny thing. Is it just right. can't come from the government? But I'm talking, talking about. about that's, you you know. Know. that's
0: the thing though is like and on this show, you know, I I mock the idea that we're we're not allowed to call stupid people stupid and I do it freely on this show, but when I'm interacting with someone on a one-on-one basis, you know, I I, I wait until I just flat out call him stupid. I give him a, a chance first. And the, the way I heard about the sterilization thing was I was working with this younger black dude and he mentioned it and rather than say, well, that's fucking stupid. It basically explained the error of their ways. Like, cause what I told him was, I right, think about this. Like, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, but the power structure, the people who are trying to sterilize everyone like, they're not the worker bees. They want to be the ruling class. So why would they be trying to sterilize the worker bees? Like it just it doesn't make sense. Like from a conspiracy standpoint, if they want a bunch of people to be slaves and do all the work so they don't have to, why would they kill the main source of labor?
3: I, well, I, but- I, I you know the, the,
2: now, but that thing comes from what has been in the, with the black community for so long because of what happened with, you know, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and what also the narrative that's been transferred from families for so long, especially in black families, they are going to let you know because if you just, I mean, the history of what has been done to black people in this country, they have a they have a oh, legitimate no, right. And that's why he's, he's the worry. He it's somebody... There was see, an but, older brother that put that or some right. woman that put it in his head. But then again, you have black doctors now and black nurses, male and female, who are saying to you, no, I've done the science. Matter of fact, it was a black woman who helped put the COVID vaccine together. Yeah. So that's on the thing. So basically, like she's saying, you know, you do need to show proof. And sometimes they need to see someone of their own to do it you know it has know, to be people
1: who they trust no absolutely they, they do. I, it, it, i'm looking here i pulled up my report so i could was oh, right just doing it by memory but um yeah the, the top three reasons that these this group of urban skeptics is vaccine hesitant is number one waiting to see if it's safe uh number two general mistrust of the government and three general mistrust of the healthcare system and right. so it's it's really big. Who is telling them to get it? That
0: See, is See, and key I think here. all those three things are legitimate, and that's one of my biggest issues with conspiracy theories, is that there is already so much horrible shit going on for real. Right. Why do you need to invent, you know, lizard people bullshit? You I, know, you
1: know, right? And then the saddest part is they've been the most affected by the pandemic. They're nineteen percent more likely to have had COVID. In the past 12 months, whereas the general population, it's it's like one in 10. Um
2: But it was like Chris Rock said, yeah. when when Gail King said to him, she said, are you going to get the vaccine? He said, yes, I am. She said, but you don't know what's in it. He said, you take Tylenol? <laughs> she said, well, yeah, I do. Do you know what's in it? Well, no, I don't. Then what the hell? What do you about? She said, do you like Big Macs? He said, yeah. Do you know what's in the special sauce? <laughs> she said, he said, said That's no, a good I don't. Point. I mean, and just... And that's not—I mean, Chris Rock is a is a high school dropout. He's not some, you know. But the dude was notorious for reading three or four newspapers a day. Yeah,
1: he's when, someone who's got to go out there and be someone promoting vaccine uh, vaccines to people of color because they right. will trust him because he's not the government and he's not a healthcare official. He's like a person, a regular person. That's who they need to Spike hear it from. Spike Lee's out
2: there already doing it. Yes, you know, they got Spike BSA's. and those guys. That's but, fantastic. You know, now, those of us who, you know, someone of myself, I don't need Spike Lee to go and tell me to do that. <laughs> I don't. I'm just sitting there going, well, you're "Look, you're also
1: the- older and wiser." In this group, a lot of the vaccine is driven by younger folks. They're between the ages of 18 and 45, so they're the ones who aren't wise enough yet. Okay,
2: but they're they wise. can. But they're wise. <laughs> but but they can go on. They're wise enough to go on. I had a kid that was 16 that hacked into the Bank of America and stole 400000 He's not an idiot. These guys know they choose, a lot of them choose not to do something, like you said, because it's an authority thing or whatever. It's an authority I don't thing.
1: Even... They also don't trust, they just don't trust the system. It's that 70%, But they can steal
2: from the system.
1: 70% agree <laughs> with this statement. Scientific research is more concerned with corporate profits over the public good. Seventy-two um, percent believe it's too easy to hide an agenda behind complicated jargon. Sixty-four percent agree that they don't know all the de- they don't need to know all the details behind the medical treatments or doctors' prescribed. Now, so there's there's an order here, one from what they most agree to less and less, and so you can see that it's more driven by their skepticism of the authority than it is by their need to know what's in the vaccine. If if that makes any yeah, sense, it makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting. So,
2: I I mean, we were a different 20. I mean, plus also a 25-year-old today is is not a 25-year-old when I was 25. I mean, it's just they're thinking. Like they say, like an 18-year-old told me at my job, no, bro, I don't need to drive. I don't even want to get my driver's license. I said, really? You don't want to drive? Remember when guys couldn't wait to get their first car? No, they don't want to drive. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just, I just take Uber, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't. Different generalization. They general, don't, they general. don't want to touch. You know, I'm like, <laughs> You're not getting out there on that freeway. You're crazy, really? Oh, you need a job? Yeah, I need a job, man. But I, I got on the freeway i gotta get on the subway well
1: they're calling it the burnout generation because we can't adult we can't even timon we can't even <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and i i i also now to me like i said working in juvie i also blame parents because if you raise your child to never leave home okay we were raised to leave we couldn't mm-hmm. wait to go i mean like I said, one friend is, has to drive her son six hours to go drop him off at college, and he's 19, whereas my mother sent me to Tyler, Texas at 17 from Denver, Colorado, on a Greyhound <laughs> bus, 26 pieces of chicken, macaroni and cheese, and collard greens, and a six-pack of Coke. You know, see you later, bud. And you better not let nothing happen to you either. And call me when you get there. I mean, and that's that was your lifestyle. This guy can't, this guy's bigger than me. He can't go. I got to drop my baby off at school. I got to drop him. I'm like, shit, he's bigger than both of us. I mean, this kid's huge. But okay, but so, I, I got to ask why? Why Tyler, Texas? I thought I could become a petroleum engineer, even though I, I failed to think about because they said go to school, get a job, you can make big money. Yeah, well, my dumbass went down there to do that, and uh, you know, but I barely got out of pre-algebra. So, I, I, was, know. I so. <laughs> You know, I didn't know shit about calculus, and I didn't know a formula could cover the whole board. Yeah, I did get my glasses fixed, though, that they, I could cheat <laughs> off the guy across the room very well. You know, where I could just steal. And the guy in the school teachers, the teacher's just going, I know you're not that smart. <laughs> I know you're not. And one day, went to a party, broke my glasses. Oh no! Grades sunk like a rock. <laughs> You know, it's like a modern version and, of that toilet. And the week. guy so. said to me, "Mr. Shale, I'm not demeaning you that you should probably not be in my class. I'm not demeaning you because you probably should be stacking cans in the grocery store now. Oh. You shouldn't be wow. here. <laughs> so, Ouch! I only lasted a semester. Came oh home and got caught in the 82 blizzard. Oh yeah, fun. yeah. Oh yeah. Guy gave me green cookies with hashish oil in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're actually all
1: a hallucination. He is still there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) There was no blizzard. (laughs) Yes.
1: It is still 1982. Yeah. We're all in
2: we're Closed in the her. state. Hey, and she knew. Did you hear that? She said, it's still 1982. God, she figured out how old I was. Yep. She knew my year graduated. I didn't even well, say anything. Just, yeah, you I did. did. I said it. <laughs> I did? Oh, yeah. see? I'm getting old. I don't even yeah. remember yeah. I said it. I was yeah. getting ready to say she was a genius. You're this not is why they
1: don't trust authority. You're not that smart.
2: <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not.
1: <laughs> well if you guys want to hear the rest of the uh the, the report i'll share that um we've got the struggling karens um where are they <laughs> oh really struggling karens i think
0: the struggling karens are playing at the echo later this month <laughs> yeah, uh, that right
1: that yeah. is a great band name um top the reasons waiting to see if vaccine is safe don't trust what's inside rush vaccine timeline thing is they're less educated and so they don't necessarily understand what they're being told and i think part of the issue is sometimes what's communicated about the vaccine like people try and communicate like oh well this is how it's made there's the mrna and then there's the deoxyribonuclease inhibitor and it goes and it you know whatever and these they're they gloss right. over yeah and it's
0: like i don't know science and 86 percent
1: of them believe it's too easy to hide an agenda behind complicated jargon see
0: so they again like they feel like right. you're
1: hiding stuff from them, like you're trying to fool them, even right. though you're telling them the facts. But I
0: think, you know, like my discussion with this guy about why sterilization is impractical from a, from an overlord point of view, I think you need to, you know, same kind of thing. Yes, the pharmaceutical companies are evil. Yes, the, the development of, of the vaccines was sped up, but consider how much of that was getting bureaucratic red tape out of the way versus cutting corners to get this thing out of the market as quickly as possible. Because if these guys are operating from a pure profit motive, A, how's it going to benefit them if they're killing off half of their their client base well and i know the tobacco company figured out how to keep making money off of that years ago but especially looking at how litigious american society is do you really think they are going to open themselves up to the liability of of a massive class action lawsuit that is likely to bankrupt them look at look at you know and and you could well, you know, justice is, is hand in hand with the pharmaceutical department. Really, then, why are the Sacklers paying so much fucking money and still in court to likely make them pay more for propagating
2: the uh, the opiate? Look, well, just just listen to the old guy out of Australia who hundred he's hundred and eleven years old. He says chicken brains are the way to go. That's how you'll survive.
1: Apparently. And speaking of, speaking of those types of people, Chicken <laughs> the, thir- Chicken the third segment, <laughs> I'm really trying to get this shit in there. The se- third segment, I call them blue collar conservatives. They are 11% of the unvaccinated population. And these guys, it's all driven by not trusting the government. Honestly, that's huge. It's they don't trust the government and they're not very educated. And and that that's the annoying thing because the government had such a hand in making the vaccine. And also vaccines are complicated. So we're talking to people who are just not very bright, you guys. But isn't so we that have to hear ox- how to talk to a not very bright people.
2: That's not an oxymoron though. They've to be a blue collar conservative, what the fuck is that? You're fighting for something that's there again, you're going after something. That does not represent you. Conservatives don't that doesn't represent you to go and be that way. I mean, especially with all the programs that they that they're not getting. And now the guy who told you to follow them, you don't want to take what he told you, but he went and did his shit behind closed doors and got his shot. He also got a a special cocktail that your tax dollars paid for to keep his big ass alive. And yet you say, oh, I'm a blue-collar. You're going to get the shot? No, man, I ain't fucking with that, the, the, the government and everything. But we're going to go down here to the and burn it hey, down. Hey, they're, okay, they're, they're low-income the low in.
1: people, <laughs> yeah. low-education people. They have jobs in manufacturing and stuff. So that they are blue-collar, they are blue-collar from a factual demographic perspective. And why do they
2: continue to carry the pail for the rich? Why it, do It's they the old do Lyndon it? Johnson. Yeah. You
1: know? it, It's small it's, government. That's what it is. The rich want small government, and the poor want small government because they don't trust the government. So they just shake hands and have an allyship. We but both hate the government. See, and they've
2: been getting screwed the rest of the day. Then that's why they always blame the immigrant. Okay. Oh, look who the immigrants taking down. Yeah, because black folks already said, "Hey, we already know you're gonna blame." Look, I but have. they
1: don't want to be. They don't want to. They they want to use regular straws. They don't want to be told they can't use plastic straws. And that's what it comes down to: small government.
2: Yeah, but but then but then you, but then you you also don't want to share. You get pissed when you see another group of people making it, so you say, "Oh, they're taking jobs from me." When no, they're out there doing what you said you want. I mean, actually, well, we we want segregation. Oh, but why are they doing well? Let's burn their shit down. Oh no, no, but let us continue to it, have it's whatever. It's dunning want.
1: Kruger and ego. You know, people who are dumb don't know they're dumb. They don't and they also like if other people are succeeding it means they're doing they're better at something than than they are personally and rather than accepting that and reflecting and being humble. Uh, American culture doesn't teach people to be humble. They don't know what that is, right? In other countries, Which you don't is have this shit.
0: International Being You Day. E- <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. We're America. So people yeah. don't know what humility is. In other countries, they know about being humble. Like poor people in, in Latin America, they're humble. You know, humilde, that's the word. And, and even in, in Asia, poor people, they're humble. They're like, well, I guess I'm poor and dumb. And in America, <laughs> They never say that. They are like, I am poor, but I'm smarter than you are, and, and I'm going to fight you on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Very and, unique and kind so of poor It's the,
0: the, the whole idea. You know, we've talked about the, the whole you think you're better than me mentality, which is where a lot of this comes from. And the, the underlying issue with you think you're better than me is the person asking that question already knows the answer that and it's not about what
2: you think you are it's that they already know you're better than them but these are the same people who fought against civil rights you didn't want i mean there are folks who flat out who are alive today who are probably still in government or whatever that didn't want civil rights didn't want women to vote and you keep blaming well, look, somebody for the Republican for
0: Party. They've expanded so much. Now they don't want anyone to vote.
2: No. He's <laughs> fighting against every goddamn thing. You can't, you, I mean, and then, you know, that you have to push, force, to, you have to, and then even though you, you put out a bill or whatever, you have, that's to, that shit has to be enforced. Who's going to enforce civil rights for someone to have something? And if you notice, I mean, all the, the I had to tell a guy who was telling me that black people need just to move on. Let her, I said, you know, uh, um, we tried that. Didn't work. Because every time we did what you asked us to do, you still burned our shit down. You even told us to go. I said, go tell the guy who fought in World War I when his buddies came home and they received their medals. They're being lynched in their backyard. I'm sorry, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to give you a pass. You can't have it both ways. Everybody wants humanity and they just want to live and their kids they have go to school and have good neighborhoods and they just want what everybody else wants it's the same thing they don't want to be a race thing but someone always you know blaming if you get that type of person in they're going to blame and all of a sudden we got all these problems when you know just everybody wants the same thing have a good time well not everybody
0: and moving on from this but To something that happened this week Uh, President Biden signed The anti-Asian American Pacific Islander Hate Crime Act Which is great But the reason I say not everybody Wants to party is because there were 63 Republicans Who voted against it And the, The one thing that I find fascinating With American society And I don't know if it's technology If it's just the times We live in But it is amazing how quickly we do move on from things that, you know, with uh, uh, the the reason this bill was necessary is because a lot of ignorant people started blaming Asians for the coronavirus and decided... Especially the the one
2: with the biggest bullhorn.
0: Well, right. He certainly threw some gas on the fire, but it came... For the, for the conspiracy theory, not reality. But the belief is that it came from a lab in Wuhan, China. And the best way, apparently, to express your displeasure with these scientists is to uh, beat up a little old lady with a hammer on the streets of New York. No. Uh, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But where I was going with the acceleration of, of things is that apparently this past week... Because of the situation in Israel and Mm -hmm. Gaza, Uh, hate crimes against Jews have gone up uh, um, tremendously. Oh,
1: that's a lovely pass. Uh, Give me my soapbox. Let me jump on it. Um, Please. (laughs) Yeah, so they have jumped up. And I blame a lot of this Jews are colonists rhetoric we've been hearing from the left. And we've been hearing it for a minute now it's been a little bit hearing it from the left and that is dog whistle anti-semitism and people don't actually know it and it's a lot of progressive people who i think were it any other group would be hey let's not be hateful words have power these are the same people who are very upset if you use the wrong pronoun against them they should know better and yet when it comes to talking to jewish people and asking jewish people like what do you want to be called? <laughs> the way they would want to be asked, "What do you want to be called?" Um, all of a sudden, that goes out the window. Yeah, I, because would, I would say
0: I, I don't want to be called a colonist.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, and and just for almost for my sake of not getting canceled, I'm going to say I am appalled by the human rights violations that have happened in the past week or so against Palestinian civilians that Israel has done. It's it's shocking. I can't wrap my head around it. And I mean that genuinely. I hope it doesn't just seem like I'm checking off a box and saying that. I both have to and I mean it. But um, to then still use this rhetoric, if you're going to criticize Israel, like it's really important to whoever's listening out there to say, I'm criticizing the Israeli government. The Israeli regime is doing things that I have a problem with. The IDF, say that. Don't say Jews are colonists, because that includes a lot of American Jews, who only went to Israel on birthright, and that's it.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually, and this is sort of from growing up in a bit of a bubble in this sense, but I am generally amazed when I meet other Jews around my age who aren't Zionists uh, in one aspect or another, and... As you know, I, I've been reading a lot of, you know, hateful anti-Semitic stuff stuff. from, well, it's on Facebook from, you know, from my woke comedian friends and it's like, I'm not, I don't want to get into the arguments. It's like, I'm just going to make the note like, okay, you hate Jews. I will remember that for the future. Good to know. Let's move on. But I, I lived in Israel the year of the the first intifada in uh like 87 88 and i was there before the the uprising started and i was there after and it was you know just fucking nuts you know went from i i was living in jerusalem you know very just city life you know good times go into the old city go to the the arab quarter go to the market And the streets are bustling, you know, all these little ancient shops carved into the walls, selling everything from rugs and and hookahs to bootleg cassette tapes, what have you. After the Intifada, in a space where there would have been 500 people, maybe five. Wow. And like all the shops, the, the corrugated metal doors were closed and there'd be like a guy standing like just leaning against the wall, having a cigarette. And it it was like doing a you know like a movie drug deal like guy is standing there no one else is around you kind of walk by hey bro what are you what are you looking for you want the you want rug robe you know and you tell him what what you're you were looking to buy and okay come with me and he goes down you know like three storefronts knocks on the the corrugated metal door says something so the guy knows it's it's him door opens up you're sort of shuffled inside, the door closes behind you, and where haggling was once the norm, now, you know, it's like, hey, bro, you know, it's, I, I have no business, my family is starving. One of my favorite mistranslations, I, I'm not exactly sure, I mean, I understood the context, but uh, tried to haggle with a guy I was trying to buy a rug for, for my dorm room, and the guy says, bro, come on, don't break my plastic. <laughs> uh, which what? it was so endearing. Uh, you know, it's like, I, like,
1: here's an extra 10. Yeah.
0: Notes. It's like, eh, here's some more shekels that, that was precious. And I'm going to carry this with me for the rest of the years <laughs> of my life. But um yeah, I mean, I, I've been there and what you were saying, Kat, about the, you know, blaming the, the Israeli government is exactly what the issue is. And it is amazing to me how people don't understand this, especially after the last four years. It's like, I don't hate America, but the government that that we just got rid of fucking hated it completely. You can love and support Israel and its right to exist while still condemning Netanyahu. Yeah. But the problem also comes in from the palestinian side that and i i realize yeah you guys tried to give the palestinian authority a shot turned out ah they were corrupt hey what burgeoning new government in in today's day and age isn't you know a little bit of corruption you know sometimes if it's kept in check greases the wheels but hamas is a terrorist organization, mm-hmm. and you can't completely fault the Palestinian people, the civilians, right. for Hamas being their leadership because they didn't exactly have a choice in it. Right. So, it's it's a multi layered problem, and what I would love to do, yeah, a long time, and as as a quote unquote colonist, I will freely point out that before nineteen forty eight before the formation of the state of Israel, the area that was known as Palestine included what is now Israel and in 1948 became Transjordan. Jordan, Jordan, modern day name, bigger, much bigger part of what once was Palestine. Do we hear about this? Not so much. And I'm not... I'm not saying, hey, if you want an independent Palestinian state, get out of Israel and go move. I'm not saying that, but Jordan should be on the table. If, if you want to talk about reclaiming Palestinian territory, first of all, get rid of Hamas, mm-hmm. get legitimate leadership in that isn't a terrorist organization, and put Jordan on the table. At least acknowledge, because before 1948, there was not as t- there is not today. There has never been an independent Palestinian government.
2: Well, Israel. I, am, uh, I would say that Britain gave Britain that was a bad yeah, deal.
0: Well, I
2: mean, because you gotta, you but gotta, the thing it, is, it was uh, well, yeah, it was a Britain, British
0: territory before right, Britain right. was was running the show,
2: and then they, it, it was, was the,
0: the the Turks in the Ottoman Empire. Before that, it was the Romans. So. Well, I do acknowledge that there, you know, uh, it, it is fact there are a group of people known as Palestinians because that territory was known as Palestine. There has never been an independent Palestine as a nation, right, but- and the, at the at the rate they're going, there shouldn't be. There, if they get their shit together, you get a, a legitimate governing body in place. By all means yes. And I I do support self determination for the Palestinian people, but they're they're going to keep getting killed if they accept the leadership that puts military installations in hospitals and schools and weapon stashes in places where children and civilians are.
2: Well, only thing I was gonna say to that as far as the history of what they did is that you're dealing with you know the british backed you know the, the, the deal end of israel because as soon as the deal was cut palestinians said screw you i don't like this deal i'm not doing it we'll go to war well dummy don't do that because when you go to war you got the americans and the british backing you you're going to lose and they did, and they've been losing, and, they've, and they're going to continue. And they built up because, I mean, they had the the, the, the Jews had to have a, a, a place to go after World War II, and that is where they went to help them because for so long they couldn't go back to where they were. I mean, they went. Some of them went back to Russia. What did Stalin do? Stalin killed them.
1: Yep. He was. Yeah, you know, he
2: did his own genocide. So, Which, and, what did the
1: lefties on Facebook say about that? Oh, I, mean, I,
0: I
2: that's, well, but you that's know, my whole Jews thing about
0: probably deserved it.
2: Well, but, but that's my whole thing about <laughs> not understanding when people said, "Oh, that's history; it doesn't happen anymore." The narrative of where it came from and how things you sh- you need to know how things got to where they were and how they got there.
1: Yes. And piggybacking on that, one of the problems I have seen in how the left is talking about this whole issue is that they are projecting American civil rights lens onto a Middle East lens. And it completely erases North African history and Middle Eastern mm-hmm. history. We just pretend none of that happened. And then we just go lighter skinned people, darker skinned people. Obviously, there's co- there's uh, the oppressors and then there's the oppressed. And we're going to root for the oppressed. I'm like, we, what You didn't read the textbook. It's not the same textbook, ma'am. Like, Mm -hmm. this is completely different. And part of what the source is, unfortunately, and I hope I don't get canceled for this, there are some maybe a little bit extremist groups that are in the uh, Black, the Nation of Islam, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of. And, you know, they've gotten more of a voice lately because of, of BLM and everything that happened last year. And they were saying some good things as cult leaders often do say some good things. (laughs) um, But then deep down, like these specific little pockets, pockets, I don't want to, at no point am I saying that like an entire group believes this, but we've got these little bubbles that got some influence. And if you dig a little deeper from these people, they believe some very anti-Semitic things. Like I think Louis Farrakhan, there's a quote of him. He's like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, Anti, he's like anti semite No, I'm anti-termite. And <laughs> there's a lot of quotes of him talking about how like Jews are responsible for slavery and that kind of thing. So he's fomented kind of this a pocket, a bubble. Oh
0: no, you know, absolutely. Are really I, I remember, I remember in the, uh, I, I don't know if it was, I think it was the late '80s, maybe the early '90s when uh, Professor Griff from from Public Enemy got in trouble, and the you know, Public Enemy got in some trouble, you know, so called right. chosen frozen. Uh, it's there's a, a long history, right.
1: and it, it because but, of meme meme culture, social media, the way things travel, things travel in 140 characters and are shared, and people don't dig further than what they see. Right. And as a result, some of this colonist talk—that's the source. That's where it came from. That's where that. Well, and I think also
0: from. the the like. Newer resurgence of white supremacist groups like the Proud Boys with their tiki torches and polo shirts screaming, Jews will not replace us. Having them on the playing field makes it a lot easier for the the woke liberal anti-Semites to go, well, they're Nazis. I'm not a Nazi. I just don't like colonists.
2: Well, I I think that uh, the way you clear it all up, and this is because people do not want the truth. You want to go deeper than, than, and if you want to do the relationship of, of, of African Americans and Jews, then you got to go deeper. You got to go know the history and don't just, like you're saying, surface. If you're going to deal with this stuff, if you want to put everything on the table, then go in and understand that there was a Jew who died. With two black, was it two? Was it uh, the, the guy that died in Chicago? that from Chicago. The three guys oh, uh, in Mississippi. In Mississippi, uh, yeah. Okay, so Jews, the NAACP, we're connected. Okay, but also there are certain pe- certain blacks that think Jews had a part in certain things. Did blacks own slaves? Yes. Did Jews own slaves? Yes, they did. So, But you've got to go into the history, not to blame, but to know the truth. And if you don't want to know, this is what bothers me when people want to just talk surface shit. No, if we're going to discuss... And you want to know how things got the way they are? Then we need to go on in. Don't get don't get your feelings hurt. You know, I'm not. I don't want white fragility. I do not want white privilege. I want you to know the truth: how the damn country was put together, and who was involved, and know all the shit. See if you what, do that, you're gonna find your way. But if you don't want to do that, then shut up. That think- that is a smarter,
0: better way of doing what I would like to do, which is to get a bunch of of Mexicans. Mexican Americans and Native Americans, indigenous folks, and every woke comedian who wants to bitch about uh, Israel being a nation of colonists. I want to get my mob of Mexican Americans and, and Native Americans and go throw their ass into the ocean, take them out of their house, because they are living on land that was once populated by indigenous people and Mexicans here in Los Angeles, and they don't have to stand for these white, woke comedians in their colonizing ways.
1: You know? <laughs> I mean, that it's pretty much analogous. I'm just saying,
0: you know.
2: And let him know it, that uh, he was a uh, Hispanic brother who was the governor of uh, or mayor of Los Angeles first. I think his last name was Gonzalez. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's so much history. So much history. And they don't want to know. The thing is, it's if you if you know the truth, okay, I don't want to point fingers. I mean, I, I'm, because the books that I end up reading and finding out stuff, you know, when I find out that, you know, when guys look at me strange, when I talk about the GI Bill and how, you know, even though blacks went and fought for this country and other colored people fought for the country, they didn't get the GI Bill. Do you know that the white dudes were getting GI Bill? And, even though we were paying taxes, they got the money. And then it was still part of Jim Crow. So guess what? You didn't get to go to college like the white dude did. And you didn't get to receive a lot of the things that, that whites got because of what you paid into.
0: So now wait, are you are you suggesting that, that there is racism inherent in the in the systems in America? What? Something that could potentially be called oh, what would be a good name for it? Um some sort of systemic racism?
2: <laughs> right. Weird. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and, and there you go. And, and we laugh about because that's what we, you know, we, we, we know how to do that. We know how to take that because we, you know, but we, this is what our parents were trying to explain to us. You know, this and try as, to, as you say. This is why the white man was
0: at your dinner table every night. <laughs> every
2: night. But as and I, and I as I dig and dig and dig, and you get to say, "God damn it, I didn't know that." Dig a little more. Oh shit! And you just keep going, and you'll find out why things are the way that they are.
1: And on a whole, you're going to find out they're very complicated, so you can't blame the Jews. Just for everything. <laughs> no. That's, the, what, that's no, what certain people do, is they just oh, totally. uh, they point it at the Jews. And it's like,
0: no, it's easy, you realize well, like mean, 17 we, different forces we do, led to this outbreak. We outcome. run the media. <laughs> we run the government. We run Hollywood. What's, you know? You know it who, was, who
2: aren't we oppressing? Right? Oh, Pe- my goodness. Peck is Jewish. Last name Peck? Gregory? No, no. Peck. It's like, with, with the, uh, the last name Peck. I mean, Peck. I didn't go to camp
0: with anyone with, with the last Peck. name. Well, but sure, why not?
2: There, there was a guy who, okay, like, we were talking about Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach, mm, Guy Bruce's picked, Beach. Yeah, Bruce's Beach was created. That was a black, you know, a prominent black family who brought who bought that land, built a black hotel, and built a bathhouse in the twenties, nineteen twenty one. They said, "Oh well, what were black people doing? They were trying to live among the people who hated their guts." Inman the Domain, as well as the Ku Klux Klan ran them out. Now they want to say a hundred years later, we think we'll give them back their land. You know how much that land is worth?
0: Well, and I think in, in and I think they should of, have it. Yeah. In, well, what they're doing, uh, because I, I think, you know, this is fascinating. You know, I, I'm in support of reparations, but it, it's, it's gotta Dave, be reasonable. In well, no, no, no. Like, cause I've, I've been trying to pitch the idea. And again, like we were saying, American culture and politics not necessarily analogous to, to what's going on in the Middle East. But what I've been thinking for a long time is you get rid of Hamas, you put a, a reasonable Palestinian government in in the West Bank, in Gaza, and then you let them build casinos <laughs> like like we've done with the Native Americans here. Right. You you let them because this is this is the problem with Hamas as you know, it, it's like, oh, well, they, they don't have infrastructure. They don't have water. They don't have working. You know what? They do have at least 4000 missiles to shoot at Israel. So if if the Palestinian people are suffering because their quote unquote government is spending all the money on missiles instead of on the people again why isn't the left talking talking about
1: this why because we only think of they're only one note it's it's just a one-note explanation of things we can only talk about race relations that is the only thing we know about we can't talk about hamas
0: no you're you're changing the topic and what is the topic jews are evil Oh, okay. You I know see. what's
1: crazy too about anti-Semitism <laughs> is like, and this is what I've discovered because so my my best friend, she's Jewish, and she doesn't really talk about this stuff publicly. She's a very very private person because she doesn't want backlash. I didn't understand that. So this week I've been posting some stuff about like, hey, words have power. Be careful what you say because it can affect people who you know are here and hate crimes. I've been saying this stuff and I am shocked. At some of the people who I think of as very left-wing, like there is one girl, I'll leave out her name, but she is is LGBT. Um, I think she's like gender non-binary. You would think the most woke person in the whole universe. She is like the arbiter of woke morality. Um, somehow she is just stuck in the mud about, you know, Jews are colonizers, though. And, um, I think she got dogpiled on by, like, seven different Jewish friends of mine who were, like, writing practically, like, entire dissertations on like but here's the history archaeologically hamas all of the points and she was just stuck in it to the point where i'm going look my original post was (laughs) honestly just saying be careful of how you talk about the subject i wasn't even i wasn't even saying anything specifically about hamas or palestine i'm just like hey the way you talk about this can affect our friends um, and, and, I, and that's anti-Semitism like people just it rankles people and you don't see it at first you, you don't know it until you challenge it you poke that little sensitive spot and then they will be steadfastly anti-Jew it's weird it is the weirdest fucking thing
0: well it's I it's mean bananas. it's it's easy because you know the, there's the the you know racism of not liking black people Latin, you know, anyone of color. Anyone where it is very physically obvious that they are not white. Mm-hmm. Problem with Jews. Some of us, we're crafty. We get last names like Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and and we look like this, so we blend. Or you and, change. And them. so that's, you know, that's the thing with Jews is is we're insidious like that.
2: Well, you know, the thing was, Dave, that the, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you start... I, I've heard a lot of them. When, Tricksters. Well, when, when you start... <laughs> You know, the, the, also the big problem was, was when people started claiming themselves to be white. Remember, if you said you were Scottish, if you said you were um, Irish, you know, if you said, you know, the, the, but, you know, even uh, people of, of color were stating, I'm white, you know, because it's, it, it kept you from a problem you didn't have to deal with being told that, you know, there was no block front in front of you you know, the closer you were to being white, everybody started claiming it was Italians. Everybody said, Hey, I'm white, you know, and they got away. So they didn't have anything against them. And the problem with, uh, I would say with, uh, um, uh, yes, Netanyahu, who's under indictment, you know, and, b- uh, uh, good old orange man's buddy, which well, he see, loved.
0: That's just quick, quick interruption because I, I want to let you finish the, <laughs> why did I just turn into Kanye? Uh, the, the, The thing is, I've heard a lot of people like referring to Netanyahu as Israel Trump. And the thing is not really fair because Netanyahu was an asshole before Donald Trump was on the political scene. It's just when he saw what Trump was doing in America, he realized, oh, there's there's a much easier way to do this.
2: Right, right, right. I mean, but I'm just saying because he didn't like Obama. Yeah. Because the mom was like, "Dude, I'm not, I I see what you're doing. I'm not into what you're doing. You still got it. you can't keep taking. You have to help, okay? I'm gonna call you on your stuff. I'm not I'm not anti-semitic because I'm calling you on what I feel you ought to do toward the Palestinian people. All right? You still got a thing to do because you are in you you're the main dude, okay? You you're in more control than And guess what? I'm giving you 10 billion or so a year to help you take care of you. That's why those rockets aren't coming in here. And you guys got some of the best technology in the world. You got great corporations over there. Why right? do you think you were able to get and get your, uh, they got everybody vaccinated so quick. They followed in line, just like Taiwan and any other country. And we give them props for that because Israel has their shit together. Okay, so guess what? But you got somebody over there and we under- understand, but you got a guy that he was. his country's doing so well, then why are you getting, why are you into corruption? Why, why are we coming after you? Not saying, as, as the one Jewish cat that they interviewed said, look, we want peace. We do not want bombs going over, and we want peace for the Palestinian people. He said, we work with them. Okay, so when you talk to the Israeli people, okay, the Israeli people know who the fuck is is charging, who's, who's causing the problem. They know it's Hamas. They know all the Palestinian people want is peace and have what they, you know, the same thing is like I said over here. Everybody wants everybody to have the same thing, but someone's trying to stop that from happening. Well, and I will say, you know, the the caveat
0: is not, you know, not all Israelis are are wonderful people. Amazing that as as humans, some of them are bound to be assholes. But they, they did I'm, I'm
2: just saying no, they no, did no, interview I agree. them instead of no, no, no,
0: I I agree. And you know, when I when I lived there during the Intifada, most of the people that I talked to and hung out with, you know, it was like, oh no, it's it's a horrible thing and and we need to do this. It was very rare mm-hmm. to like meet and and again, could have been the circles I was running with right. and it was genuinely shocking when when I did hear Israelis basically Use the equivalent of the n word talking about the Palestinians and Arabs, right. and that was always like a big thing. When, when ah,
2: it's the Arabs, mm-hmm. you know, when it's all of them,
0: mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay,
2: you're a racist, I get it, yeah. But you know, as, as Matt, I will also say, some of the best books that are written on, um, if you want to find out about redlining, if you want about blockbusting, if you want to know how these covenants and things were, were written by. Jewish professors—they are well, think- the ones that were dropping the knowledge down, letting them know what was what the the, the discrimination that was going on against Black people. They were—I mean, every the books that I've been picking up—they are the ones that's like laying it out.
1: I, I, think- I read a book. Bu- I read an article recently by a woman who—it um, it was a a I want to say it was an op ed piece where she was helping a rape victim. She was Jewish, helping a Palestinian rape victim get her rights and this is at a, at a university and the same student uh, or the same university had just recognized a group and made official a student group that was anti-jewish and she was just recognizing the whole irony of it all that she's just a jewish woman helping palestinian girl and the same university is against her in in the sense like, yeah he's anti-semitic it's wild
0: it's uh, you know it's I it's one of those things like ah well, it's horrible but I've grown up with it you know you're like it, yeah it's Kat, like why is this, well, this well no <laughs> no it's 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 one of those things that it's like it it's great to see people recognize and you know time you you mentioned like that a lot of Jewish intellectuals have. Like, exposed a lot of insight into the problems of racism in America. Right. And it's a very human thing that there are some people who are going to either personally or culturally be abused. Mm-hmm. And they're going to learn from that and decide, I personally or my people have experienced all this suffering. I do not want to bring this suffering onto other people. Mm-hmm. I I would like to prevent this from happening to myself, to other people. Then you get people who it's everything from race to social organizations like fraternities, which I, it's so weird, like reading about the Greek system in colleges now, because you know, it was not an animal house when I was in college in, in the 80s and 90s, but it wasn't that far removed. Whereas now like, oh, you know, a bunch of, bunch of frat guys die from alcohol poisoning because of hazing. Well, no more hazing. And so like all these systems that, you know, we experienced growing up, it's like, oh, it's different now. But there are people who will propagate the suffering, well, I had to go through it, so fuck it, you know, and it was that was one of the there were many things that kept me from joining uh one of the the frats that wanted me to join in college, but I got into a a very long conversation uh debate argument with this guy who lived in one of the houses about. The system of punishment that like, oh, well, during pledge week, you know, even though it's the middle of Missouri in the end of August, so it's, you know, 90 some odd degrees and 103% humidity, we're making them all wear suits. And it's like, okay, well, what if I don't want to wear a suit? Well, then everyone has to wear suits for, for uh, another week. What, what if I don't want to wear a suit that week either? Well, then we're going to make everyone wear suits for another week until everyone hates you so much that they beat you up to make you wear a suit and there are people like this you know it's well as jews we we've been shit on you know we've been pushed around so fuck it let's let's go push some other people around well what is what does that help you know and this isn't specific to this mm-hmm. dispute this is this is a human thing right and so the humans, whether you are Jewish and know it firsthand, whether you're Palestinian and you know the suffering that you've been dealing with and your people firsthand, well, since 1948, it's it's been Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Runner. Mm-hmm. A- at some point, are we going to stop shopping at Acme and and you know trying
2: to blow the other guy up? Well, I, I would uh, add to that. that- I just, I don't know why people keep sending me stuff of Candace Owens, but uh, which because me secretly
0: part. they hate you. Yeah, possibly because you're black.
2: Well, thank you. And uh, and they said, you know, and I, I'm listening. And I said, I even said to the person, "Why do you send me this shit?" And I, you don't have to worry. There are there are black people who hate George Floyd, and she, her whole point was, and her and Brandon Tatum and the other that. They're making George Floyd a hero, but George Floyd is a drug addict and he took fentanyl and he, I'm not saying he deserved to die, but he doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, well, you sound like an idiot because you want, you some kind of way you wanted George Floyd to say, well, he should have just, if he would have just did this, he'd be alive. He's still, he, you know, you, and then she wants to go into his record and see how, how much trouble he got into. He still went to jail. He was getting arrested for a $20 bill. The dude's dead over $20. But you say, because he didn't do what the cops told him to do, he, he's at fault. And I'm like, oh, so you sat on his neck for nine minutes and 26 seconds. And I told my friend, please do not send me this shit again. I said, I'm telling you, you need to, do, you need to find other ways to read. Also, her father is a, you'll love this, A black Muslim Republican.
1: What? (laughs) You like
2: that? You like that? A black Muslim Republican. Somehow,
1: it's also not surprising that he is. Because I am finding more and more and more that there are a lot of freaking conservative people among non-white groups. Very conservative. Especially as a woman, I run into it a lot. Because like conservative doesn't always mean Republican. Well, maybe as it can a woman just be you shouldn't traditionalist.
2: be running. Uh, like, it,
1: traditionalist oh. Traditionalist what? I don't well, know, well, fascist well, whatever. Well <laughs> we
0: I tomato uh,
2: tomato. I just ran into Seriously. well but th- now a traditionalist guy is back to women not having shoes. I mean, you know, barefoot and pregnant and, and, and knowing they need to know their place and they need to come on, dude. dude what, what 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 are you saying? You know, you how insane you sound? Because a woman says, I can do what a man can do, or I should be paid the same amount. Look, you're the same dude that I didn't did. want her to vote. But now you want to control, If I don't know if you had it in there, Dave, about the abortion thing that's coming out of Mississippi. I'm like... When are you guys gonna leave women and their body parts alone?
1: Look, every single group, every single ethnicity has a subset of people who think women should be barefoot and pregnant. Whether they are Muslim, Black, Latino, maybe, maybe even Asian, we'll say. Let's say Asians do too. I don't. I don't know as much about them, but. Um, <laughs> But what's they sure the Jewish fear? people think women should be so there's a little bit of everybody, so, and that's why you get Jewish Republicans, Black Republicans, Muslim Republicans, because their le- their desire to see women in subjugated roles is greater than their desire for their own people to have certain freedoms.
2: And what's the fear, though? I I I even said this to the guy. It's like when you find out I don't know if you ever heard it. I call it a distinct sound. It's like when the uh, a gay dude walks into a room and i said hey you know he's gay and you hear this <laughs> <laughs> like all their assholes <laughs> like the needles, oh. their assholes is tightened up like they, they want to sleep with you I said, like, "Dude, and they're just a normal guy coming in to smoke a cigar that just happens to be gay why are you bothered by this particular person and so well, and
0: also it's like dude women don't find you attractive what makes you think he would <laughs> right
2: right you know? And they sound like here's, idiots. here's
0: the thing nobody wants to sleep with you. Right. Doesn't matter what they are, what they call themselves, you're a fucking idiot and you're not attractive. Right. Get over it. Yeah, just let have it. another drink.
2: Like like the one of the women at our at our cigar lounge has more knowledge about cigars than the men do. Guys go to her. They go to Crystal and say, Hey Crystal, what do you think? Should I get this? Well, you know, that's a good cigar. It's such and such, and she she knows. More than the men. And guess what? She works well and guys give her respect. She gets something I mean everything. There's no I mean she's like no one even comes close. But so she gave a buddy of ours, remember the the little rascals, the He Man, uh Women Haters Club, yeah. Gave him the Alfalfa T shirt yesterday. (laughs) Yes, gave him the alfalfa, and you do this. Look, you do. This. Yeah, yeah, that was the the this, the signal that they did under the that you hate women. If some the little rascal, I don't know if you're a cat, if you're a little yeah, rascal. Way spray. way way before your time. I was yeah.
1: so little, like I barely remember the little rascals
2: Yeah, well, but so she gave it because he always, Gene always sounded really really conservative. And he had these things to say about women, you know, making the same amount of money or being able to do the same job. And it's like and she she just called him on and said, You know what? I'm about to get you a He Man women haters club um, T shirt. And she did. Good for can't, her. Can't get him the membership, so yeah. gotta get him something.
0: Well we are running low on time, but I do wanna end the show on a positive note. Uh, so we're gonna go all the way back to the beginning of the week when uh, the the New York state attorney announced that the civil case, the investigation of the civil case against the Trump organization had been changed to a criminal case. Woo. And uh, this is like, I, I, I have a very rich imagination. And just thinking about how, the Trump family is going to turn on each other because Eric Eric was already uh deposed mm-hmm. and who knows what he told them. The yeah they're going after the accountant uh Weiselberg and, and his kids. Well yeah and the one thing that if he doesn't know by now he he really should be reminded when I worked for Playboy in Chicago And they were moving me out here to work at the mansion. I already knew it, but it didn't hurt to hear. One of my bosses uh, sat me down and said, the one thing that you need to know before you go out to work at the mansion, your last name will never be Hefner. I was like, yep, know it, but good. And the idea was you may work there. You may be in the middle of all that, but it ain't yours. And... For for Weiselberg, your last name will never be and never was Trump. You've you've spent your life because he worked for for Fred when Fred ran the company before right. Donald ran it right. into the ground. But it's like you may have benefited from this, but you are not one of them. Right. And look at the family; they are they are so likely to throw each other under the bus what do you think they're going to do to someone who a doesn't have their last name and b in the context of the rest of today's show
2: is a jew right. well michael cohen told him he said he told and he said look at rudy rudy is going to sing rudy is going to well, sing. Julian, sing 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 <laughs> he's going to sing you know because there's not going to be and and you know michael cohen told Rudy says, "Look, they did the same thing to me, but they're going to do you worse." And he said, "And Trump's not going to be there to save you. He doesn't give a shit. You're going down. That's why he would not give Rudy Giuliani a pardon. He did not give him the pardon, and there's no one to help. Weiselberg's like, look, you know, and if and if Rudy gets indicted, hey, he won't be able to practice law. All that stuff is it's over. Their, their careers will be done. And the rest, of the, the family didn't even have careers. I mean, the the, the you well, know. when
0: yeah, when when the Trump organization goes away, gets dissolved, you know, as is potentially uh, happening to the NRA, they're they're just basically going to go out on the road and do their snake oil, you know, Nazi rallies.
2: Well, Kushner going to follow. He's going to outdo his dad. He's going to outdo his dad. Kuch, Kushner. Kushner. Oh, Kushner. Jared. Yeah, Kushner. Jared Kushner. Jared. He's going to outdo his father because remember, you know, in, in Chris- terms of doing time. Or- oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> going to outdo him because Christy didn't Christy send his dad to to jail? Uh, yeah, yeah, and so now you're going to jail behind the big old orange man.
0: Family tradition.
2: Yes, going to jail
0: I, again. You know, and I've said this on the show. I, it's one of the things that I I really don't think we can say enough uh, until the folks in the halls of power hear our message. And, uh, you know, we need more people to hear it and, and spread it to them. But I, I am not the kind of guy who believes in fate. Mm-hmm. But I, I do firmly believe, not that there's a reason that we haven't closed the prison at Guantanamo Bay for all these years. I'm not saying this was destined to happen. What I'm saying is, you know, as long as it's been this long and we still haven't closed it, what what is the idea? It's uh, you know you need like a supermax. You've got this this family of criminals mm-hmm. who have had access to some of the greatest government secrets, from the nuclear codes to I don't know the truth about UFOs, whatever. Point being, they have dangerous secret information that they would sell to the highest bidder in a second. If they haven't already, we need to lock them up somewhere where they cannot do any more harm to this country. And as luck would have it, Hey, we, we got this prison, uh, in Cuba on American turf in Cuba, nonetheless, but it's ours. It's there. It is supposed to be for the worst of the worst. Yeah, you know, they got Mar-a-Lago in Florida. They like the tropical setting. I say we just send the whole family to uh, to Gitmo, solitary for all of them.
1: Why not? Let's do it.
0: It's it's making the most of the resources we already have.
1: That's terrifying, by the way. I never really thought about that. They really could just sell government secrets to anyone for money, because they love money. Oh my God.
0: I you know, and I'm not I'm not saying that they already have, but I do believe there are reasons that, you know, Trump destroyed the transcript of his, you know, conversations with Putin. I'm I'm not saying that he's already sold out the country. He has.
1: He told them where all the nukes are. (laughs) We're fucked. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, so uh, I, I'm just saying, you know, New York is going after him. D.C. is going after him. George is going after him. The federal government
2: is going after him. The niece. Them. The niece is going after him. Oh, right. Yeah, and the rape charge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There there are so many reasons. It, it just makes more sense.
2: No I, team.
0: I, I, you know, I... Up oh, the the sirens are coming. We've said too much. Mm. I I don't want to say I'm coining a phrase because it has been used already by worse people than me in in one frame or another. But uh, I don't know. Lock him up. Maybe we start to, uh, start <laughs> some chance of up. that. Lock him up. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a foregone conclusion. And uh, you know, really, Don, make yourself a martyr. Yeah.
2: You will, you know, maybe they'll be like Madoff's kids. You know, Madoff, you know, when he, one son committed suicide, uh, the other son ended up dying strangely, and he just died. Now it's just the, the, the wife is left. That's it. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So to find out what happens, tune into the next thrilling episode of Let's Be Treasonable. Mm. Maybe not the next one, but some, some subsequent episode down the line fingers crossed, justice will be served. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, Republicans are doing everything they can to prevent justice from being served. We'll see what happens. With that, I want to thank you guys for coming in. Great combo. Uh, so great to have you guys here in person. You know, it's been great. And seriously, like, helped to maintain whatever I have that resembles sanity over the past year to do like the weekly sessions on, mm-hmm. on the Skype, but to have y'all here in person, the dynamic is so much better. It, it it's just, it brings warmth yeah. to my cold, cold heart. Yeah. So yeah. I want to thank you guys for being here, not just, you know, specifically for the episode, but just in general,
2: awesomeness. First time he saw me, he hugged me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hug give me a hug. God damn it, man. Yeah, we, Aww, it's look. building up,
0: man. Yeah. Like a year. Yeah, we,
1: it's <laughs> nice to be here too in person. <laughs> Yay.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Should you so desire for other people to find out where you're going to be in person or online in the coming days, weeks, and months, and now that Villains of History is going to be on the hoo Network. Where can people catch up with you online or in person?
1: Find me on Twitter at TheCatAlvarado. And that is the same for Instagram at TheCatAlvarado. C-A-T-A-L-V-A-R-A-D-O. I post all my shows on there. Specifically, I post all my shows on Instagram. So follow me there. That's definitely the place. So
0: Right on. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here today, and yeah, looking forward to uh, hearing, hearing the show on the new network. So Excited. Thank awesome. you. Yay. Mr. Time and Ship, always great to have you with us as well. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months?
2: Uh, well, you can find me at Time and Ship on uh, Twitter, Time and Ship on Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook. And... Um, uh, you can get my book, My East St. Louis, on uh, Amazon.com, as well as my CD, my comedy CD on uni- CD Baby and uni- and as called Universal Brother, also on Spotify. I will do be doing a show at Hollywood uh, Comedy May 29th. Be doing a show with them, as well as a show June 12th with uh the uh, what's called with Ghetto Gospel is where we're going to be with those guys. Um, Coming up on June 12th, there will be a show going on. So hey, that is where I will be.
0: Right on. Well, thank you for being here today. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. Uh, you can catch me online on Facebook. I am Dr. David Robinson. On the Instagram, I am the Dr. Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Standup fall down and if you've made it this far into the show you probably already know but it bears repeating that we are on the socials on the facebook let's be treasonable all spelled out and on twitter we are at l-e-t-s-b-t-r-e-a-s-o-n-a-b-l we take off the ease and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone, you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even on the platforms where you're not. If you have the time, if you didn't like what you heard, well, not sure why you're still listening, but thanks for doing it. Anyway, make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye. goodbye.